the Piccolo Pop Squad. Now let's go inside and see who is here today. Let's get this Piccolo Pod underway. Hello, Piccolo Pod Squad. Coming up in this episode, a super deluxe caravan is up for grabs in the game show. What's that noise? The Piccolo Pirate is struggling to fit into modern day life. No, and not a lot is Indie Deep End with his class 2C. A Piccolo Pod Squad member has sent in a song request for the Song Generator Workshop. And the children of Evergreen Wood make a magical discovery in Mr. Piccolo's bedtime story. That's all coming up in this episode's Piccolo Pod. Let's get this Piccolo Pod underway. Oh, hello, Piccolo Pod Squad. And to any new listeners out there, my name's Mr. Piccolo and I'm the host of the Piccolo Pod. We're going to have to rush through this today because I've got a busy afternoon. I'm going to a hot yoga class at three o'clock hosted by Joe Twix. So let's head straight down to the auditorium where Percy Piccolo... Oh, hang on, there's a knock at the door. Oh, it's Papa Piccolo. Hello, Papa Piccolo. Here, come and pull up a seat. What did you say? You're full up on weight? No, I said pull I up I don't a... understand this gluten-free nonsense they go on about these days. No, I didn't say... I remember the day they invented sliced bread, no, you I said know. pull up a seat. The whole village turned out at Mr Brannigan's grocery shop that day, oh, I can What brings you, you to the Piccolo Pod studio today, Papa Piccolo? Well, if I'm honest with you, Mr Piccolo, I've got a bit of a complaint. I'm sick and tired of being portrayed as this old man who can't... I can't really hear anything. Well, I'm really sorry to hear that. What did you say? I said I'm really sorry to hear that. You've got a soggy beer, Matt. That's what they're there for. No, I said I'm really... I really believe I've got so much more to offer this podcast. There's a lot of talents I've got you don't know about, Mr Piccolo. Well, let me introduce the first sketch to the Piccolo pod squad. And while they're listening to that, you can tell me all about your talents. Let's go down to the auditorium and join Percy Piccolo in the game show, What's That Noise? What's what noise? I didn't hear any noise. It's Hello, hello, and welcome along to What's That Noise. Now, last week, nobody won the star prize, the Super Deluxe Caravan. Let's hope this week our contestants are feeling a little bit brighter. Shall we meet them now? First up is Clever Trevor. Hello, Percy. Um, Now, I'm just wondering with the caravan there, does it come with a double bed and also... Two seats uh, and a table for two and two plates and two bowls and two cups. Do I detect some romance in the air, Trevor? Uh, No, I think maybe that's the lentils I had for my lunch. Sorry about that. (laughs) What I mean is, if you win the Star Prize, the Super Deluxe Caravan, which is highly unlikely... Bit rude. Are you going to be taking a special someone with you? (laughs) Well, yes, I will be, actually, Percy. My dog, Flopsy. Oh, that's a funny name for a dog. Yeah, I picked her up from the pet shop last week she's lovely she's got lovely floppy ears a little twitchy nose and she hops around everywhere she's very nice but she doesn't seem to want to eat the dog food she only eats carrots i'm just wondering trevor maybe what you've bought there is a rabbit no no it's definitely a dog it's got four legs right and and so's a rabbit no no a rabbit has got two legs and then it's got the little arms on the front their legs trevor she's very good she never barks of course she doesn't she's a rabbit uh, and i am a little bit concerned about 
about her tail because it's just a small little fluffy thing and I thought they were meant to have waggy tails and she hasn't got one so I might take her to the vets tomorrow and get that sorted out. I'm sure the vet has never seen a dog quite like yours before Trevor. Yeah she's probably the cutest dog ever. Anyway let's hop along to meet our next contestant it's our very own Elaine the Brain. Hello Percy did you know I used to be a dog owner? No I didn't but I'm sure you're going to tell us all about it. Oh she had the most wonderful black face Percy and some little black skinny legs and her coat was so divine right it was white and so thick right you could almost describe it as as woolly and you sure it was a dog oh yes Percy she was so loyal and obedient she would follow me everywhere a bit like a sheep do you think maybe your dog was a sheep of course not you silly man and when she saw other dogs across the road she would jump and she would bar and she would want to get home as quick as she could she didn't like other dogs and you kept her in the house did you well we did try to encourage her to stay in the house but she much preferred our garden she'd be out there all day just munching on the lawn and that my dear friend listeners are our contestants <sighs> what time is it it's time for what's that noise fingers on the buzzers play along at home what's that noise <laughs> let's hear it one more time <laughs> Elaine the Brain, you've buzzed in. What's your answer? Is it the sound of me crossing the finish line in the biggest brains of Britain 100 metres competition, 1987? Nope. Clever Trevor's buzzed in. Could it be a pro... 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 pre... pro... pro... Trevor, have you actually got an answer for us? A teapot? No. Elaine, anything in the sphere of sensible? That is the sound of a brilliant idea travelling down my brain tentacles, out of my mouth and into the ears of my village pub quiz team and them giving me a right rapturous applause because my ideas are brilliant. And I'm afraid that's not such a brilliant idea. It's the wrong answer. Clever Trevor, have you actually got an answer for us? Is that the sound of a creep? You haven't got a clue, have you, Trevor? Crum. No. Crom. Just give up, Trevor. A crompon. What are you trying to achieve here, Trevor? Crompon. No. Conculator. So, so your answer is a crompon conculator? Yeah, it's a cronton monulator. Well, you've said something different to your original answer there, Trevor. Which is it you want? The crompon conculator or the cronton monulator? Uh, the, uh, the crim cram cromulator? Well, that's a different answer to the other two answers now. You're confusing me, Trevor. I mean, could you just repeat them back to me and I'll tell you which one it is? <sighs> Fine. Do you want the crompon conculator, the cranton monulator, or the crim cram cromulator? Um, actually, I don't think it's any of them. Uh, can I change my answer? Uh, pointless, but yes. Okay. Uh, is it a hopping dog? You mean a rabbit? Is it a rabbit? Well, we finally got to an answer there, didn't we, Trevor? Didn't take long, did it? I'm afraid it's the wrong answer, though. Elaine the Brain, is it an actual answer or are you just going to tell us an amazing story about how brilliant you are? Well, I'm glad you recognise brilliance when you see it, Percy. Now, let me tell you a story, young man. Strap yourselves in. In my formative years back at Oxford University... Which you didn't actually go to, you just worked behind the bar. I was the founder member of the Student Union Bar... 
bow and arrow club. Oh, so you did archery, did you? Tell me more. We had this one competition where my main competitor, Tarquin Totty Tot Top Hat, scored a near-perfect score, but not quite perfect. I stepped up with one arrow remaining. I pulled the string back on my bow, and with a shh doing, I hit the perfect centre of the target, and the crowd went wild. Could I never knew you had the skills of Robin Hood, Elaine, and the brain of a sleepy tortoise. Now, how does this story relate to your answer? Well, it's obvious, isn't it? Well, the answer's always obvious, Elaine, to everybody except you and Trevor. That is the sound... Yes? ...of a bow and arrow... Yes? ...sitting in its quiver beside me as my fellow bow and arrow club teammates cheer me as I drink a baby sham and have a jolly good time. Oh, you know what, Elaine? I really, really thought this time you were going to get the right answer. And you just didn't, did you? Is it a crim cram clomulator? That's not even a word, Trevor. Oh, and that sound means we're out of time. Audience at home, did you get it right? <laughs> of course, it was a bow and arrow. I'll see you next time, Piccolo Pulse Squad, for more What's That Noise? So juggle on a unicycle. Well, you really have lived a life, Papa Piccolo. Some amazing talents there. You know George Formsby? No. You know George Formsby? No, I don't know George Formsby. Did he invent sliced bread? No. Ask your mum. She'll know who he is. Hello? Hi, Mum. Do you know who George Formsby is? No. Okay, thanks. Bye. No, she's probably too young. Ask your nan. Hi, Nan. Do you know who George Formsby is? Yes. Okay, thanks. Bye. Yeah, my Nan knows who George Formsby is. He was a fantastic entertainer on the ukulele, and I taught him everything he knows. Well, that's great, Papa Piccolo. I'd love to chat all day, but I really need to get on. I've got a hot yoga... So I brought my guitar along with me today, and I'd like to audition you one of my songs so I can have one of those features like Sad Dad or Caveman Yano. I'm just not sure we're going to have time. I need to get this next sketch introduced, and I'm running late. Did you say Blooming Great? Well, then I'll go and get my... No, I said... Here's the Piccolo Pirate. I'm the Piccolo Pirate. It's a pirate life for me. Except I don't have a ship and I don't have a crew and I don't live near the sea. Good morning to you, fine sir. I said good morning, fine sir. How are you today? And what a splendid hat you have! Give me all your gold. Excuse me, sir? Gold? Yeah, that's what I said. Give me all your gold. I'm sorry, sir, but we don't sell gold. We're a news agents. Now, you listen here, Merchant of the King. If you don't give me all your gold, I'm going to take this cutlass here. I'll slice you up so thinly I could sell you as prosciutto at the farmer's market next Saturday week. Well, I'm really sorry I can't help you, but we just don't have any gold. Well, what's that there then in that treasure chest in front of you? That's just my cash register. Ah, trying to disguise your treasure chest from the pickle old pirate won't work with me. Where's the key for it? Is it buried in the sand? Is it on a tropical island? Is there a map I could follow to find it? No, you just press this button here. Har, 
pieces of gold. I knew you were hiding something. No, these are just pound coins. So they're not made of gold? No, they're definitely not made of gold. They're bimetallic. They're made of two metals. That outer ring there, that's a gold colour, but it's made of nickel and brass, I think. And then the inner ring, the silver bit, is nickel-plated alloy. Look here, you meddling merchant. If you don't give me all your gold right now, I'm going to take this cutlass... Oh, hang on. Where have I... Oh, I haven't brought my cutlass. Oh, do you sell cutlasses? Oh, no, sorry, we don't. If you want cutlasses, you're best off going down the road to Bobby Gromit and Sons Hardware Emporium. Right, I'll be back for the gold in a lickety split. Uh, would you mind shutting the door behind you, please? Oh, sorry, sir. What a strange man. I'm the pickle old pirate. I'm fiercer than a lion. Though on my birth certificate, I'm officially known as Brian. Oh, hello, sir. You're back. Did you find a cutlass? No, I didn't. It turns out it's quite hard to buy a cutlass in this town. But I saw this rake in the sale for half price, so I got that. Oh, sounds like a bargain. Now, how can I help? Give me all your gold. I did explain, sir. We don't sell gold. But you're a merchant of the high sea. You must have gold on board. I mean, the closest thing we've got is these gold coins that you hang on Christmas. Ah, so you do have gold. No, it's, it's chocolate. Ah, chocolate gold. Is that a bit like carrot gold? No, it's just pieces of chocolate wrapped in gold foil that children get at Christmas. And they... Look here, you marauding merchant. If you don't hand over that gold, I'm going to take this rake here and I'm going What? What do you do with a rake? Well, generally, you use a rake to tidy up your garden, collecting all the leaves and things, you know? Well, listen here, merchant. If you don't hand over that there bag of gold, I'm going to take this rake, go outside and rake your garden till it's spotless. Do you hear me? Well, that would be lovely of you. I don't suppose you could clean the leaves out of the guttering while you're there, could you? I'm sure I could take a look at that too. And that rosebush really needs pruning back. Well, this is turning into one of those days I really wish I'd brought my cutlass out with me. This ain't gonna take me long, merchant, and then I'm gonna be back for that bag of gold. You just wait there. Uh, shut the door. Oh, sorry. What a strange man. I'm the piccolo pirate, I'll make you work the plank. Unless you set up standing order for five pounds into my bank. Right, all done. Now, where's my bag of gold, merchant? Oh, hello, you're back. You were out there for quite some time. Is it all done? Yes, merchant. The deed is done. Now hand over the gold. Oh, well, lovely doing business with you, sir. Here you go. Are the gold. Well, it's chocolate, but yeah, sure. Should we just pop outside and see what you've done with the garden? What's the big hole in the middle of my garden? That there is to bury my treasure of gold. It's chocolate! That there hole is to bury my treasure of chocolate gold. Ha ha! What a strange man. I'm the piccolo pirate, my band of men are merry. I don't have a ship to sail the sea, so instead I take the ferry. If you want to hear loads more piccolo pod, go and ask your mummies and daddies very, very nicely to sign up to Patreon. And then the last verse goes like this. 
What I'd do for a bit of tender beef But I have to have soup because I haven't any teeth So have I got the job? Certainly an interesting sound you've got there, Papa Piccolo. Almost like some kind of weird underground indie music. Cindy used it? Who's she? No, no, I said indie music. Why don't I get Noah Not-A-Lot to explain it to you? OK, TC, if you could have some quiet, please. TC, could we quieten down, please? TC, please, could we be quiet? The lesson is about to start. TC! Tose, I was up last night till 3am because my freezer broke and I had to wrap all the frozen produce in some blankets and drive them round to my mate Nigel's house. Now, please can we be quiet? Thank you. It turns out Nigel is away in Croatia at the moment, so I shall be eating seven portions of shepherd's pie tonight. Now, today, we're going to be studying independent music, or as it's commonly known, indie music. Now, before we do that, let's have a listen to an example of indie music. So that's some indie music. Now, the phrase indie music comes from a time back in the 1800s when a man said to his wife, where is the mustard? And the wife responded, Indie cupboard. And thus, the phrase Indie was born. Sir? Yes, what is it, Longbottom? The term Indie can be traced back to the 1920s when independent film companies made films called Indies. Are you sure about that, Longbottom? It's definitely got nothing to do with a man and his wife and a mustard pot. No, sir, it's got nothing to do with mustard. Now, successful bands usually had a contract with major labels. Now, major labels was a very, very proud and brave man who lived in Canada in the 17th century. It's claimed that he tamed over a hundred grizzly bears and made them his friends. Uh, sir? Yes, what is it, Longbottom? I'm trying to teach about independence music here. I think when you're talking about music, major labels means a company with the financial means to promote and distribute products, increasing the chances of greater success for some acts. Independent labels or indie music companies don't have that kind of money. I have no idea what you just said to me, Longbottom, but it sounds very interesting and is probably right. Now, a long time ago, back in early civilization, there was a city called Babylon. And here, you would be able to walk down the street and hear indie music being played out of every teenager's bedroom. Sir? Longbottom, why do you insist on interrupting me all the time? I am trying to conduct a lesson. Evidence of music in early civilizations come from things like simple flutes and harps. And they definitely didn't have indie music back then. I'm not sure this is quite correct, Longbottom. Let me check. Indie music and indie labels became popular in the late 1970s with the emergence of punk music. Yeah, I don't think that's true. These indie label companies were called things like Rough Trade Records. No. Or Cherry Red Records, Factory. Never heard of it. And Creation Records. Not heard of that one either. And a lot of the bands that were signed to them would go on to be very popular and some of them went on to major labels. Ah, I think what Longbottom is trying to tell us here, class, 
is that all indie bands eventually move to Canada to meet major labels and learn how to tame grizzly bears. Okay, QC, thank you very much for today. I hope I've taught you something about indie music. I'm off home now to eat some shepherd's pie. Longbottom, will you stay behind after class, please? Yes, sir, what is it? I, I must apologise if I didn't get my facts totally correct today. The situation with my freezer really is stressing me out at home. But I shouldn't really be bringing those problems to the classroom. So, in summary, major labels invented mustard in Babylon ages ago. And that's indie music, right? Um. Enjoy your shepherd's pie, sir. If you don't think my songs are quite right for the podcast, how about I do some comedy? I could tell you a joke. You know, back in the war, I would have the troops rolling around on the floor with my comedic observations. I'm sure you're very, very funny, Papa Piccolo, but I really need to get this podcast wrapped up. I've got a hot yoga class. Let me try this one on you. There's these two boys sitting on a bench eating their pat lunch, and one boy says to the other one, why haven't you got cheese in your sandwich? And the other boy says, because I don't like cheese. <laughs> oh, was, sorry, was that the punchline? Very, very uh, funny, Papa Piccolo. So how about I have a regular spot doing comedy on the podcast? I mean, we have a lot to pack in on every episode. And, and to be honest, your Papa Piccolo feature you do with your granddaughter is lovely. Everybody loves it. Yeah, she's lovely. I just wish I could understand what she was saying. Well, I think that's what makes it so fun. Anyway, let me introduce the next sketch and I'll see you out because I really need to get off to hot yoga. Let's go down to the song generator workshop now because somebody's emailed in a song request. Oh, I've got another song I could play ya. Oh, hello. I'm just down in the workshop trying to install a software update on the song generator. It's tricky old work. Oh, let me try that. No, no, I don't think that's quite work. I don't really know what I'm doing, to be honest. That's the sound of the song generator alarm. Somebody must have sent in an email request. Downloading file. Hello, Mr. Piccolo. My name is Luca from St. Leonard's. Can you get the song generator generator to make something about video games? Thanks, bye. Well, thanks for getting in touch, Luca. A song all about video games. How fun would that be? Well, I'd better get the song generator fired up, software update or not. Now, we need to feed some words about video games into the song generator to make a song for Luca. Huh. Um, okay, here goes. Controller. Highest score. Minecraft. Friends. Nintendo. Fun. Roblox. That should do it. When we listen to the song, see if you can spot all those words. Now, all I need to do is hit the start button on the song generator and see what song comes out the other end for Luca.
generator made a song all about video games if you'd like the song generator to write you a song get a grown-up to help you make a voice note and email it in to piccolopod at gmail.com now this software update huh i'll try again i'll see you back down here in the workshop next time piccolo pod squad And then this is the last bit of the song, and it goes like this. If I had a pork chop drenched in butter and fried But it's hard to chew with my gums or bites So what do you think? I mean, it's very poetic. They have a certain theme, don't they, your songs? They're very catchy and melodic, Mr Piccolo, yes. Anyway, I'd better leave you to it. I know you're a busy man. I've got a can of soup back in the cupboard waiting for me when I get home. Well, would you just hang on a minute, Papa Piccolo? Let me just put the bedtime story on. I may have an idea. Welcome to Mr Piccolo's bedtime story. Let's begin. The children of Evergreen Wood were up in the attic of their rickety old house. Boxes upon boxes of dust-covered old ornaments, tatty photos, weathered-looking books, discarded... If you want to find out what happens to the children of Evergreen Wood, head over to patreon.com forward slash piccolopod. There's loads of bonus content on there, full-length episodes, advert-free, and you get to appear on the podcast too. So please support the Piccolo Pod for just £4 a month. That's patreon.com forward slash piccolopod. Now, back to the podcast. may not be able to help you with your music or comedy career, Papa Piccolo, but I may be able to tantalise your taste buds with something a bit more interesting than tomato soup. Have you ever tried ramen? 
Hey, have I ever tried being a barman? Yeah, oh, like in the 1970s, I worked at the sports and social... No, ramen. It's a type of broth. Oh, froth. Sounds interesting. It's a Japanese soup made of some wonderful exotic spices and flavours. Oh, sounds lovely, Mr Piccolo. I'll call Joe Twix and tell him I'll be along to hot yoga next week. He'll understand. Come on, get your coat. We're off to the Piccolo Pod Canteen for some ramen. I used to eat soup because I struggled to bite But now I eat ramen morning, noon and night Goodbye to the Piccolo Pod Squad I hope you've enjoyed our time You've stayed to the end and that's a jolly good sign Now listen very carefully to the next line Mr Piccolo and all his friends Would ask one thing of you Like and subscribe and tell your friends And maybe write a really nice review Piccolo